You are listening to audio from the Decidedly Podcast. This episode is a highlight clip from this week's full episode. To listen in on the complete conversation, see the show notes for the link to the complete show. You can help us out by leaving us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate every bit of your support. I'm Morgan McKittrick, your producer, and this is Decidedly. The thing I always think about when I'm meeting with a business owner is that we, we've got to have that exit plan in place because, you know, this this person's going to either die in place working or they're going to sell their business. They're not going to retire from their business. They're, they've got to sell that business. That, in many cases, there's their largest single asset. Many times, as and it's, it's our job to help them have a successful exit. I had somebody come in years ago uh, that came to us late. You know, he's like, I sold my business and uh, need to talk to you. Like, oh, this is, you know, I, I wish we had, Whoops, you know, you'd come late. in you know, a few years yeah. ago yeah. so we could do it the right way from a tax standpoint, from business continuation, getting everything set up, you know, increase the value of that business. Uh, you know, maybe there's ways we can transfer shares to a charity uh, deduct that, pull money, you know, out of there for your, you know, have them buy it from the charity. There are ways that you can do this tie revenue to bonus targets. There's all kinds of things we could have done, but he, he came in, you know, I've got this big fat check. And I'm like, oh, okay. So we start mapping out, you know, how he was going to live on the check. And there was, there's plenty of money. It was fine. Um, until he started spending. Right. He yeah, right. didn't tell me he wanted to buy a farm. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so he, he buys a farm and he goes, uh, you know, I need, you know, X amount of money to, you know, buy all this land. And like, okay. And, and uh, we had already sort of whittled it down for tax purposes, which he hadn't considered. Uh, so it shrunk by taxes, and then it shrunk by the farm. And then soon thereafter, there was 200,000 for irrigation and then wow. on this farm. And before you know it, you know, it's whittled down to where everything has to go right for it to work. And then the market dropped and he panicked and cashed out, you know, right at the bottom. And it was just heartbreaking um, because he hadn't, you know, all of this happened within a matter of 12 months. So, and, you know, so that's know, an individual impact on a family, right? Let's think about yeah, the really advisor was. business for a moment. You know, yeah. what happens to team members? What happens to clients? Mm -hmm. What happens to the promises that were made to clients? That's the stuff that keeps me up at night. Yeah. Yeah. I spent, you know, I, I sold our business, uh, financial advisory business uh, back in 2019 and started working on that probably in 2015 mm -hmm. on, you know, in terms of how do I get equity share uh, systems in place? How do I tie compensation? How do I bring in other owners? How do I set sure. up operating agreements, bonus yeah. systems, you know, all of these types of things so that when there was a transition, it was, it was easier to do and then made a point of staying on and I'm, I'm still here in a, uh, in a consulting capacity. But I think about it as sort of, you know, handing off the baton and we use that, but there's, there's a, you know, I ran track in high school and I remember there's a lot more to handing off the baton. You've got, <laughs> you, you put a mark on the track 
where when that runner crosses it with the baton, the other person takes off. So there's a point in time when we need, which is ahead of the handoff. Yep. And during that handoff, you get close and you, you say the word, that person reaches back and they grab it. There's a point where you're both holding on to it and you're both running together, but you're both holders at split second. And then there's that last second where that business owner, that runner lets go of that baton, but that's not where it ends either. You're encouraging them. You're yelling for them. You're cheering them on. Go, 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 you know, and you're, you're celebrating what's happening with that, with that runner. It doesn't, you just, just hand it off and turn it away. You never do. Right. And so I think about this business transaction is, is that it's not just selling your business. It is a, it's a transfer of not just capital, but trust, as you, as you said, um, you know, we just, we just had somebody come in, uh, that did a $40 million exit, uh, last week. And it's exciting to see how that changes a family. And we began talking about here, are all, what are all the things that you've always wanted to do and you haven't yet done? What are the things you regret not having done? And, and the, the wife was there and, and she was naming things and she, and she stopped me and she goes, this is what we've been needing to do for 10 years. <laughs> this is really fun. <laughs> right. Right. So, right. Uh, so, you know, it it, it's fun. funny, yeah. Sean, we, uh, we have a program, uh, a client wise called success in succession. Okay. And it's a coaching program. Yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, one of the first areas that we ask advisors, uh, to start, start thinking about is, uh, uh, what does life look like beyond the workplace? Mm -hmm. And it's fascinating um, when you do start asking advisors, hey, what's next? What, what, what's your next ambition? Um, what, what's next on your roadmap? What do you imagine achieving or accomplishing? Or where, where's the next impact you want to have? There's an old uh, quote, uh, I think it was David Foster said, everything I've ever let go of has claw marks on it. The advisors that hold on tightly. <laughs> yeah. To these yeah, businesses, okay. right? They, they, they've got claw marks on them. And yes. by the way, when you say that to the next generation, right? That they go, oh yeah, he won't let go of those clients. He won't let go of those advisors. He won't, you know, and, and, and so anyway, long story short, I think it's important to start imagining a future uh, beyond uh, uh, what, what advisors are currently doing. Let's start imagining what that looks like. And by the way, concurrently, let's grab the next gen and let's ask them to start imagining, like, what would you do different if you were running the firm today? And what is it going to look like, you know, when, when you are a controlling owner and, uh, and so when you concurrently work with, uh, controlling owners and founders, um, and you're also working with the next generation uh, leaders and owners, and they're they're working collaboratively along a path. Uh, it's it's I think it's akin to what you're describing with that gentle handoff, you know, where where you're both running down the track and the baton hasn't gotten handed off yet. We think of success and succession as as really that beautiful period of time where there is that gentle handoff that's taking place, but there's a lot of work that has to get done in order for that to occur smoothly and smartly. To yeah. extend on that analogy, you know, you, you hand off the baton, you've got to keep running for a little bit after the baton is gone. You right. can't just stop. No, that you, you try to stop on well. a dime, you know, you're going to no. 
tear your ACL <laughs> and <laughs> you got to keep jogging for a little bit. And, and I think that that's, I guess that's the part of the analogy that is having the personal plan after you've, you've left. And, and I guess we kind of, whether or not you're a business owner, you know, when there's a big transition. So for a business owner, it's, Hey, I sold my business. And then what do I do next? For, for most people who are not a business owner, they can relate to that and say, well, I've, I've retired from my job. I've retired from working. What's next? And, and what we know as advisors is the people that, that don't have a what's next are sicker. They don't live as long. They're less happy. Yeah. Um, they, they, everything is worse for those people because they don't have a purpose in life. And it, if it was so easy to pick out what was next, everyone would do it. Like when we say the idea of we've got to come up with what's next, we've got to come up with the personal plan. Um, nobody disagrees. I, and I would imagine when you talk to advisors, nobody thinks you're wrong in suggesting that. But what's missing between the people that do it and the people that don't do it? Uh, yeah, that's great. Um, um, most uh, don't invest the time to do the work, to really think through it. Um, and it's much easier uh, to play through. Uh, in fact, there was a once a time I thought we should all go long on oxygen tanks because all the advisors <laughs> were gonna die at their desks. Um, but the truth of the matter is um, advisors deeply care about the client. So, you know, Sanger, there's, there's um, you know, I, I think about it in two ways. There are the heartstrings and the purse strings. You know, it's the, the, if, if you do it right, the exit value uh, is extraordinary. I mean, we're seeing multiple expansion with all the M&A activity and what's happening in the marketplace. It's pretty extraordinary. Sean, you sold out early. I mean, you think about the multiples today compared yeah, to where well, they were two and three and four years ago, right? Rub it in. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah thanks, thanks for rubbing it in. Right? Sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry about just that. <laughs> just hate the facts, man. Just the facts. Sanger's uh, very I'm, happy I'm, about that, I'm though. thrilled, man. Right? Okay. So, so but, but think about that. Yeah, but there, there's an exit value when you do it right. You know, you, you reap the financial reward, but, but there's the, that's the purse strings. It's the heart strings, Sanger, back to your answer to your question. Sure. I don't think it's so much about um, anything more than helping the clients think about who will care for the clients in their absence. And, you know, Sean, I, I got to think the, the great business that you've built, you're comforted knowing who's caring for those clients and, and the heirs of those clients uh, now that you're not the primary advisor. And there's something to be said, like when you really connect to the purpose-driven business that behind every great advisor is a set of clients that have an enormous level of trust uh, in her or him. And when you, you can help an advisor understand that impact should have a multi-generational effect, uh, it makes it a lot easier for advisors to, uh, to, to take those steps. You know, the biggest fear... A, a business owner, you know, financial advisor, or business owner has when they hand off a relationship or sell their business is that their clients are going to be upset, you know, that, that their clients can be upset with them. The, the second biggest fear is that the clients won't be. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's because it, it is an emotional separation. It's not just a financial transaction. 
it's you know you you you've known these people you see them you you talk about very important uh meaningful things that they don't talk to anybody else with uh or about and uh and then you then you are not seeing them as often you know because you, you don't have social connections with everybody right right but it's uh there's this sense of loss there's this grieving of yeah. these relationships no that's right yeah uh, that's yeah. that's natural i think Thanks for making the great decision to listen into this week's episode highlight. If you want more of what you just heard, see the show notes for the full episode. As always, for the latest decision-making tips, find us on decidedlypodcast.com or on Instagram at decidedlypodcast. And be sure to sign up for our weekly newsletter from the link in the show notes. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review as well. We read all of your comments, so if you learned some decision-making tips today, let us know. Until next time, this is Decidedly. Insights, advice, and comments provided by Sean Smith, Singer Smith, and speakers identified as part of the Decidedly podcast should not be considered recommendations. Speakers not identified as members of Decidedly are expressing their opinion, and their statements should not be construed as reflecting the views of the Decidedly team. This podcast is produced solely for informational purposes, not personalized advice.